When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. You're tuned in to Tapped Out. Hosted by Brendan Tobin and Sean Labine. Only on the BetQL Network. I think that because of Sean's popularity, you smack a couple of other good fights, entertaining fights on that card, even though it'll be the first time that we've seen him as a pay-per-view championship contender main event fighter, I think that he his star power is ready for that. So I think that that draws an absolutely huge number. I, f- I feel like, and we kind of had a little bit of fun with this a few months ago, his popularity now is where Masvidal's was like the year after. So when was his great year? 2019. So where Masvidal yes. was in like 2020 is where I think Sean O'Malley is right now. I, yeah, I mean, well, that's that's the thing. That was kind of my argument that he got all upset about is, uh, you know, that we don't know. I, I think that's the thing that we knew with with Jorge Masvidal that he was headlining pay-per-views and, you know, carrying, you know, Fight Island on short notice and Usman and all that. So now we get to see what it's like for Sugar, And I think that that's going to be the, the big test. I think you're right. I think that he will flourish in that spot and be really, really popular, but – See what our guy Big Marcel has to say about it because, uh, you know, he's always fantastic fighting. Marcel Dorr, friend of the show, joins us here on Tapped Out. Marcel, did you have any problem with uh, Aljamain Sterling by decision last Saturday night over Henry Cejudo? Do you think they got it right? Yeah, no problem with it at all. By the way, thank you for having me again. Um, No, no problem at all with it, to be really honest, man. I... um... I think I actually scored it. Uh, let me see if I can co- remember correctly. I had uh, round one I had for Aljamain. Round two I had for Henry. But that was kind of 50-50, that one, in my opinion. Round three was for for Aljamain, in my opinion. Round four was from I had round five for Cejudo. So I had either 48-47 Aljo or 49-46. But I would be cool with 48-47. I think round two for me was the swing round. Many people had round three as the swing round. I had, I had that one for Aljo, actually. But... Uh, yeah, I thought the right guy won, so I had no problem with it. Yeah, I agree, uh, Big Marcel. What overall, like, how did you think Henry looked in his return? You know, all that time off, what did you make of uh, just his performance in general, and, and where do you think he goes from here? Yeah, I think he was in the beginning of the fight. He was a little bit hesitant, you know, and it is difficult. You know, if you haven't fought for three years, you got to feel you got to feel out the thing in the beginning. And I think as far as the as the as the fight uh, went, he he got better. You know, he got more he, he got more of his feelings back in it. You know, and I actually think he looked pretty decent, man. To be honest, you know, I mean, three years away from the sport, actually two years with one year of training after the two years away, and uh, getting back in there. In a title fight against the current best guy in the division who is champion i think he did pretty well you know where he goes from here man he called out marab the Velashvili. it's a perfect call out you know marab doesn't want to fight aljo uh, aljo is going to fight sean o'malley probably next so i mean marab doesn't have anything in the division yeah maybe corey santagan will also call them out but i think it's perfect for suhudo you know and if 
Aljo is able to win against Sean O'Malley, he will go to featherweight. And if Cejudo can win against the Valashvili, he's immediately there again for fighting for the title. So it's a very smart move by him if they do it, you know. Just fight your friend, damn it. Especially if the fight's in Las Vegas. You know how many times I've ended up fighting my friends in Las Vegas? It happens sometimes. At Big Marcel 24, Marcel Dorf joins us here on Tapped Out. So you mentioned the O'Malley versus uh, Aljamain Sterling fight. That's what we're going to see next for the belt. Early lines have it O'Malley as a big underdog, about the same as he was versus Piotr Jan. What do you think the chances are that Sugar Sean is holding the belt after this fight? The chances are always there, of course. You know, if you look at the complete package, I feel like uh, Aljo is completer, you know. But at the same time, Sean has a better strike. Uh, striking is better, in my opinion, you know. Aljo still really relies on his on his wrestling, on, the, on his jiu-jitsu, you know, the human backpack. And Sean O'Malley really is like a, a really a good striker, you know, technically really good, I feel. And the thing is like... Can he keep the fight standing against Aljo? You know, he will get to the ground at a certain moment, I think. But if he gets to the ground, can he get can he get back up? You know, that's that's the main thing. And if he can do that, he gets multiple chances to put away Aljo because he has the power. We know it, and he has the he has the technique to 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 win a, a, on the feet, a kickboxing match, pretty much. But the thing is, he has to be hesitant all the time because you know Aljo will try to take it to the ground. Um, he definitely has a chance, for sure, but I wouldn't put my money on Sean in this fight. But, hey, that's my opinion, you know. Marcel, we, uh, we are a bit good. It's odd that we already have a card in the books for today, uh, UFC Charlotte. Uh, what was uh, what were some of the things that really stood out today? Almeida looked amazing. You know, Johnny Walker getting the win, Ian Gary. Like, what were the couple of things that really stood out to you today on today's uh, card? Oh, man, there were a lot, you know. Almeida, who, like you said, who, get, who got, like – a way too easy win to be really honest you know in my opinion you know and he did it against a guy in the top 10 so it's impressive uh, i was really i thought it was really cool how matt brown got to knock out you know listen man i love court mcgee as well but matt brown dude is a veteran everybody loves to see matt brown doing well in my opinion i, I think you know and uh, I, I had the feeling that court mcgee started well in that fight you know but matt brown i don't i don't know where put put him out with one punch um I really, really liked the Tanara Lisboa girl, her debut in the very first fight of the night. I think she looked good, man. And she's a Muay Thai fighter, you know, and she got the submission win in the third round. You know, I think I think she's, she looked really good. Um, I love Gabe Green or Gabe Green, um, Brian Battle against great Gabe Green. Gabe went crazy, man, coming after him and he paid the price right? for it, you know, with Tanara. Yeah. I mean, who expected that Gabe Green doing that, you know? I think Brian Battle was surprised as well, you know, but <laughs> that was uh, yeah, beautiful, uh, beautiful finish for him in his hometown. And, um, man, what about the weirdest fight of the night, you know? Ji Young Kim against Mandy Boom, you know? Weirdest fight of the night. Um, a lot of emotions for Ji Young Kim going into that fight uh, because of the last time uh, Mandy pulled out. And apparently... Uh, apparently, Ji Young Kim's uh, grandmother passed away that week, and she couldn't go to the yeah, to the I funeral. Go to the funeral, or something yeah, like that, right? Yeah, and uh, Mandy pulled out like four that would make or five yeah that would make me mad. Time. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, you you gotta control those emotions, you know. I mean, <laughs> she 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 went a little bit too crazy, you know. I, I mean, the, the the knee was probably not intentional, but that kick after round two wasn't that smart, and the referee. Yeah, I mean, listen, I don't say 
I wasn't against those two points taken away, but he did it at a really weird time. You know, he took the point away after he waved off the fight, and he took the point away right before the beginning for the for the third round. So, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. We were talking about this earlier, Marcel. Uh, Ian Gary's call out of Neil Magny, kind of a weird one. What did you? Uh, I mean, he looked at. I mean, pretty flawless performance by him. He looked great. Neil Magny's a bit of a weird call out. Do you, you think that's a good fight for him? Does that do anything for you? Do you think that does anything for him? What'd you make of it? I mean, it would have been a fun call out if he wasn't booked yet. You know, I mean, uh, Neil is fighting uh, Phil Rowe in Jacksonville in June. So, I mean, imagine Phil Rowe wins that fight. <laughs> then Neil is out of the <laughs> rankings. Why would you call him out? You know what I mean? So it's like uh, the thing is with with with, uh, with Gary, he comes in the rankings now. And he got some teammates in the rankings. You know, you got Shafkat in the rankings, Gilbert in the rankings. You got Vicente Luque, all are his teammates. So, <laughs> um, I, I, listen, the, the Stephen Thompson fight, Michel Pereira fight is off, right? So maybe maybe one of those two guys, if they don't put it together at a later date. Listen, man, I would have loved. I th- listen, I would have think the UFC made this fight when Daniel Rodriguez wasn't in the rankings. This fight was originally. Uh, promoted as Ian Gary versus Daniel Rodriguez. And three weeks ago, it went Daniel Rodriguez against Ian Gary because Daniel Rodriguez got the number 15 behind his name. So now Ian comes in the rankings after this win. And what are they going to do now? I would think I would have loved, for example, a Kevin Holland matchup. I think that would be great. You know what I mean? But Kevin is not ranked. So I don't know. I don't know if Ian is interested in that. But I still feel like the UFC wanted to slow roll him a little bit, give him a tough test who is just outside of the rankings. And then Daniel comes <laughs> in the rankings like two or three weeks before the fight. And now Ian is in the, in the rankings. So it, it depends on what the UFC wants to do with him. But. Um, yeah, man. So I would say somebody in the bottom of the rankings or or just outside, but it really depends what they want to do with it. Uh, you can follow our guest at Big Marcel Twenty Four on Twitter. He is Marcel Dorf, and for a few more minutes, he's on Tapped Out. Speaking of matchups, it looks like Hamzat and Usman are chirping back and forth. If that one goes down, who do you even favor in that one? Oh wow! Um, yeah. Um... The thing, the thing is, man, with with Usman, I still think he beats a lot of guys in the top. You know, that's what I think. I think many people are off on Usman because he lost his last two fights. That last one with Edwards was competitive. You know, and let's be honest, the 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 how do you say that the title loss against Edwards? He was winning that fight until he got knocked out. So he's still really in that. But comes comes at a special kind of athlete. You know what I mean? Come, comes at uh, many people are like ah the Burns fight. He just got by there. Burns is a really good grappler, plus he's a really good submission artist. So Kamsat had to be, uh, didn't put out his own strength in that fight. You know, he was like really hesitant to go to the ground because he knew Burns was, especially on the ground, was a threat to him. So I feel like with Usman, Usman is more of a heavy wrestling kind of guy, you know, and not really, uh, how do you say that, uh, leaning on the submission kind of thing that Gilbert does with his BJJ. So for me, it's like, I think Kamzat is physically stronger than Usman because I feel like Kamzat is actually more of a middleweight than a welterweight, you know? So I would kind of favor Kamzat, but the thing is that worries me, that was his cardio in that fight with Burns, you know? I know he fought Holland after that, but that was a very, very quick fight. But that Burns fight, the cardio, I don't know, because we know Usman has the cardio to go five rounds. 
if he doesn't get them away early, man can be troubled. But that's the intriguing thing about the fight, you know. That's why uh, why we probably want to see the fight and uh, how it plays out. So uh, yeah. Marcel, uh, Francis Ngannou teased that he's going to announce his uh, decision this coming Tuesday. Do you think this? Uh, you think it has PFL written all over it? What's your best guess on uh, on where Francis Ngannou ends up and and where his future lies? Yeah, a friend of mine said only fans, but I don't think that's it. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have. Honestly, I have no idea at all. I haven't heard anything about it. So for me, it's a really big guess as well with PFL. Yeah, it's it's possible, you know, but I think it's like he wants to have a kind of deal where he has uh, like influence at the board as well, like the sale and he wants a box as well. So you, so you got to have a promotion who is in it, you know, it's difficult, man. Maybe we are looking at it from the wrong way and it will be not MMA at all. You know, maybe he just goes into boxing or whatever, you know, or, I was saying I that too, Marcel, because I was like, I, none of the heavyweights, I'm a big boxing fan too, like none of the heavyweights have fights right now. And I was, I, I'm just surprised that the boxing thing just kind of went away because Fury doesn't have a fight, Wilder doesn't have a fight, AJ doesn't have a fight. None of these guys have fights. It feels like this gimmicky, huge Francis fights out there. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like, um, listen, if, if, these, if these guys want that fight, these these boxers, I mean, why wouldn't they do it? You know what I mean? And with Francis, uh, you can bring the pretty much the MMA community and the boxing community again together or face-to-face uh, uh, -face against each other. And I'm a guy from MMA coming to boxing who's going to win here. And Ganu, you know, uh, listen, man, I don't know if it, if it was smart that he went away, but we will see how it plays out. Maybe it is, you know, maybe maybe he made the right decision, but we will see in this upcoming announcement what's going to happen, you know? And... Uh, Listen, man, it's kind of 50-50, you know, but uh, I, I'd like to see it. Listen, if you go away from the UFC, you better have a backup plan, in my opinion, you know, and I hope he has that backup plan and uh, we see him in the, in the boxing fight he wants or either another MMA organization. I'm cool with that as well. I just want to see him fight. Should, He's a great fighter. And, and, we, and, yeah. and we should know Marcel coming up on Tuesday. Uh, I don't know Marcel's OnlyFans, but I do know his Twitter, and that is at Big Marcel. 24 as always we appreciate your information man you're the best thank you so much for having me guys it's always a pleasure to come and come on here and uh, i hope to uh, hope to get another invitation soon i uh, i love to be on here thank you so much always welcome Anytime, you're like man. that kid you're that brings the, the cake to the party you, you can you can always come to our parties he is marcel dorf coming up next we put a bow on this thing you're locked into the bet ql network Thank you, guys. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, man. Bye.